Arrow was great this week. Flash wasn't, and Supergirl was. It just simply was. It wasn't good or bad. It's a Uh, thing. I mean, it's on TV. As I'll say many times in this episode, compared to Supergirl up until this point, this episode was amazing. compared to how bad it's been this season um so, i don't know the the acting of porn saron is i just can't get over how how power rangers it looks right now and i'm not oh. saying that in a redeeming way it looks like yeah it look, it's like a bunch of power rangers villains running around you mean you're not really into color contacts uh no because <laughs> i feel like that's 90 percent of their special effects budget on that show at this point yeah well it's 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 um it looks Monel's super suit looks like they just took the super suit they gave Clark and just took the details off of it and called it a day. It um, looks it looks velour. Yeah, and then everybody else just has leather jackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's being very Smallville. <laughs> Actually, Flash is being more Smallville than anybody else right now because everybody on Flash has a fucking leather coat. Oh, and man. I looked at Barry's like new suit recently. I'm like, that's just a jacket. All it is. You mean you didn't like Alex becoming Black Widow? Um, oh yeah, she kind of became Black Widow. Especially because they keep dyeing her hair more and more, slightly more and more red. I mean... This is very true. Yeah. It's very subtle, but it's definitely been... It started off more brunette, and now it's like slightly into the... We're getting into the Black Widow red. It's not vibrant. It's like a kind of darker... This is ridiculous. Why are we talking about her hair color? Yeah. Uh, who's know. here? I'm Connor. I'm here. Who else is here? Uh, Arlen. Uh, here, as usual. And I'm Lou, and sometimes I talk in a British accent, except someone I want to hide. And then I turn into a nice southern <laughs> jet. <laughs> a nice southern lady when I want to hide in an underground casino. <laughs> and you can tell by that my southern I'm accent's gonna, awesome. I'm going to get to how angry Katie Sackhoff has made me this week. Um, where well, is she from? And no matter where it is, that it's still terrible. Accent. Well, she's like, she's kind of a, like a, I want to say like a C or B list actress who like most people oh, like. Oh, no. She's in Battlestar Galactica and stuff. Yeah, no, I don't mean like by where is she from as a show. I mean, where in oh, the okay. world is Katie Sackhoff from? Like Carmen San Diego. Portland. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, three man so show tonight. Um, we're going to talk about Arrow first because it was easily the best episode of the week. Yeah, absolutely accurate. Far and away, like actual stakes and stuff, and this kind of the the tension and and action didn't really stop. Yeah, yeah. It was Um, a very good because there's only one episode left, right? Yeah. No, there's there's three left of Flash and Arrow. Um, last I checked, uh, because they have the same season length as here. Yeah, I thought there was only, like, one or two left. I yeah. might be wrong about that. Uh, I know Flash has three left. Um, there is one big problem I have with Arrow, and it's the last scene. So whenever we get there, I can't I just... know what it is, but I do remember feeling like, eee, that's not great. Okay, it's two left of oh. Flash, and I'm looking at Arrow right now, or about to. Um, you don't remember Fandra, like, Fandra Fallers, the fake uh, Amanda Waller? Oh, I am Green Arrow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's like, it, yeah. it's bothered me so much because that's absolutely what they're doing with that character. Mm. Like she's there. Oh, we're not allowed to do Amanda Waller, so we'll just have a another sassy black woman right. playing a government character and just call her Agent. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean. Well, it's because in season four, the worst season of Arrow ever, uh, they decided to kill off Amanda Waller. 
Uh, no, they didn't that was a they smart were, decision. They were, they were told to kill her off. Well, yes, because Suicide Warner Squad. Brothers. Worth yeah. it, guys. So totally worth it, right? <sighs> yeah. Uh, and also, yeah, you're, you're I hope that, I hope that, that one long that... sigh was very audible. Yeah. Oh, it was. <laughs> um, uh, shit, yeah, I lost my train the... of thought. We are in the end. We are in the end game now. <laughs> with Era. Yeah. this is this is the penultimate episode, actually. Um, and I do want to talk about the previous two episodes just a little bit, specifically the courtroom episode. Um, I I hardly remember it. I may not even watched it. I so, knew. It. Do you remember the human target showing up? And... Uh, <laughs> no. Yes. Okay. He did his once a season appearance, which is perfect. Yes. AKA, he... it's also Simpson from Jessica Jones. He shows up as um, Tommy. Tommy Merlin <laughs> in the Green Arrow Which, costume. My, my biggest pro- problem with this was they showed Tommy on the previews. I didn't see yeah, the previews did. at all. Yeah, so... they showed they, Tommy on the previews, and I was like, they, oh, so it's obviously Human Target. They advertised him coming back. Yeah, it's I didn't so see dumb. any of this. I didn't realize Tommy was coming back till like after it aired, and I saw like a review. Like I didn't watch the review, but I saw like the thumbnail for a review that's when i learned he oh, was back it was it was literally in the on uh, next week and then they, they showed Tommy like they, pulling the mat the hood back and i was like they, oh well, yeah that's awesome they don't show that in the digital version on like the roku apps <laughs> they don't show you the trailers oh. for next week at all I, it depends um, sometimes i watch on C, like the cw app and sometimes i just watch on like my direct tv on demand right and one of them gives previews and one of them doesn't i don't remember but whichever one did that was like the end of like the next week. It was literally him pulling the hood back. I was like, "Oh, it's Tommy." But he's dead, mm-hmm. so either they got not oh well, they either they got like Earth Two Tommy for whatever reason, but more likely is Human Target. Yeah, I assumed it was Human Target the moment he started talking. Um, because but I did not see the ending of it with the judge. That was such a good move. That was yeah, that was pretty good. The judge that was a good twist, and I did like that he kills the judge at the end. Connor, I can't believe you didn't watch this episode, but that episode yep, was I really totally good blank. too. And uh, it's it's to echo uh, Eric's sentiment, like the CW stuff that we have after Black Lightning ended just made me very less than diligent to get around to watching it. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, and I feel bad. I feel bad for Arrow because Arrow really hasn't been. On, just, the, on the shit end of the this this whole block. Yeah. Well, and not just uh, this episode. The episode before was actually really good yeah. too. Yeah, like after, that was the after Dragon's Oliver, Origin. It got really good. Like the mm-hmm. last two episodes were really strong. Um, I watched them back yeah. to back also. Um, yeah, because Oliver let himself get captured, and then he was kind of sowing the seeds for um, what's his name? The Russian, your favorite character. Oh uh, yeah, Anatoly. The honorable yeah, man. Um, Although he... I was very annoyed at Oliver's terrible rear naked choke technique. <laughs> you don't want to put your body off to the side. You have no leverage, and he just left him open, himself open to get stabbed. That's actually um, way back when, when I was hanging out with uh, pro wrestlers. Uh, if you applied a headlock on someone and you left the whole side of your body open, you get fucking suplexed, and they wouldn't tell you. Yeah, it's terrible technique. As someone yeah. who's a big MMA fan, it's like, oh, you gotta lock up the body. Like, he's has no leverage. And then he just gets stabbed, which they, again, they kind of call back to, I guess, in this episode, though, this week. Because that's what happens to, um, what's his name? Curtis. Right. Curtis. I wish in, I could his name. In, in, a, in a really bad exchange of dialogue. So, uh, so Curtis let's talk about terrible. Curtis gets owned, and here's the thing. 
I'm only okay with it because he's the character who would get out. <laughs> like, he's Except not... Isn't he yeah. supposed to be an Olympic athlete? Yeah, but he's not a fighter necessarily. Like, he he wasn't like a he's not a he's he's not a wrestler or anything. Like, if it was if he was, I think a, he's a tri triathlon star. I think yeah. he'd be cool as shit if he was a wrestler. Just him slamming people. If they said that he well, was like a Greco-Roman wrestler, that would be one thing. But he's well, Oliver knows a, a ton of wrestling moves too. Yeah, but like Curtis is a I think he's a decalite. I think yeah, he's like, like track. Track swimming. Oh, the decathlete. Yeah. yeah, it's like track swimming. Yeah. So it's endurance yeah. stuff, but it's not necessarily like going toe to toe. Doesn't mean yeah. It doesn't mean you can take or throw a punch. Uh-huh. The whole the whole and he gets it, he gets like he gets double legged and just like fucking punched in the face and stabbed and then Diaz is like bye. <laughs> I love that. I love the that. Reason, the only reason to do that whole sequence is to have him have the conversation with Diana and be like, no, I know how you feel. To kind of like. Mm-hmm. Wash away her craziness over this entire season. Yeah, so this episode is kind of a reset, which is part of why I also loved it. Like, like Dinah is reset to her like beginning of this season, Dinah in a weird way, um, which I'm okay with. Like, I like that when Diaz comes after her, she smiles because she expected it. Um, she was. I also I also like how she used her powers. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Really I was like, cool. oh, actually expanding on her sound wave stuff. Especially having, a, the... having a meta on their team is really uh, oh. handy because she just mm-hmm. like most situations they get in. It's like, all right, Diana, go yell at him. Yeah, you just gave me talking about her. Just gave me a flashback to two or three weeks ago, Flash, and now uh... like, with Siren, Black Siren X, because that's a complicated name. I I I noticed while I... watching that episode that the more you show that silly Sonic effect. And the longer you have it on, it looks dumb as shit. Oh, you mean yeah. that they're not going to use it on three different shows in the it same looks week? Like, it looks like she, she she's <laughs> breathing water at them. Like, <laughs> Oh, I feel like they created a, a special effect and they're like, all right, cool, we have this for Arrow. Yeah. Wait, how do we get this on Flash and Supergirl at the same time? It's, it's also we the same exact it. sound effect. There's no change. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 will, I mean, we'll get to this in the Supergirl episode. Uh, the way they used it in that episode, I actually really, I really enjoyed the way that they used it. Um, oh, especially with the ending I did as well, but it's just, how many supersonic voice people yeah. can we have? Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like, Supergirl has had, had Banshee in season one, so, yeah. uh, Oh, I feel, I was, I felt okay for that woman, because she went on to a big show, but then that show just got canceled this week. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know, she's also married to Robbie Mel. Oh wow, small yep. small world. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I don't know. This this Arrow episode is great. It's relentless. The action is really strong, like all Arrow episodes. But it adds to the story. Um, yeah, I like I... that we don't see we don't see Laurel too. <laughs> I like that she's like not there. She's been fridged, and I'm okay with it. Uh, well, we don't know. You don't know that. You know he's like, like heard about it, but, but like he didn't kill her on screen. He's killed everybody else on screen. He lit a dude on yeah. fire. Well, I mean, she's just been she's been put in a corner, <laughs> in, a, in a in a closet, uh, so to speak. Um, I feel like she has to come back because they have to have the Sarah versus Laurel two, two or team up of those those two. No, here's what's gonna happen because Paul Blackthorne has been very vocal about the fact that he's leaving the show. 
Um, so Quentin is totally dying in the finale, and I think Sarah is going to come back to kind of make peace with that and probably have to pow out with new Laurel. Yeah, he's going to I was really hoping, I was really hoping that this season would end with Sarah showing up and, like, scruffing Laurel by the neck and just throwing her off the show. Um, yeah, I would be into time. that. She throws her this. into the tie, into the tie <laughs> The worst part of this is that no matter how bad she is as Laurel 2, she's still better than Laurel 1. I mean, that's a strong statement. Uh, I if, hated Laurel 1. I don't, Laurel 1 I don't, okay, you have to be specific, though. Every season, because the problem with Laurel 1 is every season she's a different character. Okay, um, when she became Black Canary, yes, she, took I, one, she took one Tybo class and decided she would be yes. a superhero. No, I completely agree with that. I 100% agree with that. My favorite Laurel is uh, hard-ass cool. DA Laurel. I'll even prosecute my friends because oh. it's my job that's that's I, mean, I just don't think i don't think Kate, katie cassidy's that good of an actress that's really what it boils down to i, I agree I, oh. <laughs> I think it's more like oh back in the early seasons when the women on the shows actually had jobs yeah uh, yeah laurel was a da iris was actually writing stuff and well she was an assistant da in the first season though that's yes. the thing I, I again i like when she became like the one of the most powerful people in the city at a certain point yeah. Um, so yeah. Felicity's really of those the, those two shows. Felicity's the only one that's kind of. And uh, what's Diggle's wife's name? Oh, um, Lila. 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 Yeah. Those are the only two women that have kind of like grown yeah. amongst the shows. Nah, like, I fucking love Lila. I was a bad bitch. Like, she's yeah. the best. well, they they turned Lila's like a surrogate Amanda Waller sometimes, except she's nice. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's pretty great. Um, it's it's amazing to me how many people you come across the internet who are still like, oh, Felicity's terrible. I haven't watched in three years. <laughs> like, yeah, because yeah, oh, I really Felicity's know act- who... she's actually changed quite a bit. Yeah, her scene was great too in that episode. Yeah, it was like, oh, isn't your father the calculator? And she's like, yeah. It's like, have you ever done anything legal? And her response is like, prove it, because she knows <laughs> like they can't. And I can't. Who's that lawyer? I've seen in a million things. I couldn't put my name like my finger on it i couldn't put any fingers on her either actually she was a mystery to me um she looked really familiar she must be just like one of those character actresses yeah one of those canadian regulars that you throw in (laughs) one of the cw rotators yeah Yeah, just one of those people i'm still confused of like the gene laurie thing i'm like okay we're gonna keep this going but why like why do we need to have the same lawyer like, all right, we I remember season one because it was like, ooh, it's a tease to the Adam. Mm-hmm. We have the Adam, and she has zero connection to him. So I don't understand why we still parade out Jean Laurie. Um, you, do you mean the doctor? I, I don't actually no, know. No, the, the lawyer. Oh, Jean Laurie, uh... I don't know who this is. Jean Laurie in the books is Adam's wife, who is the... In oh, identity. oh just, just because the... why would you get rid of her? Because she's Oliver's lawyer. I, that's that's yeah. But you can always have another lawyer. Like it's she's almost the one who she's I mean, the one who killed Sue Dibney in Identity Crisis, yes, isn't she? I, yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I so, like just... the I like the consistency though. Like I like the fact that Reza came yeah. back. Like there's something about that that makes me feel good. I like that Doctor oh, no, Sports is the I doctor. Love... Yeah, I love Reza in it and the doctor. It's just weird. That it's like all right. I guess she was. They wrote her in that she was um, Moira's friend. But at this point, like, she was kind of just, the name was put there to be connected to Adam, yeah. but then they actually made the Adam. So I, mean, I just don't get the point. 
I don't think they care about the name. <laughs> I think they're getting caught up on the name. Yeah, I think care. it's just a character they have decided not <laughs> I know. to. I know. They have I a know. lot of loose thread characters that hang around. Maybe yeah. I've been hanging out with Alan too much on Skype. I think you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, I, I guess maybe only because she's connected to such like a big comic book story that I mean, I'm like, I would... Is What's the, the doctor, point? Is the Dr. Schwartz character pre-existing? Because I'm sure that you could have the same thing for yeah. her. So... I don't think she, I don't know if she is, but I guess Jean Laurie, because, like, I know that story. Right. And she's such a big part of the kind of mythos. Well, we've also seen how CW handles big comic arcs. Yeah. In that they don't do it very well. (laughs) (laughs) No, but sometimes, like, they did the, they do the crossovers each time better and better. Oh, well, the crossovers are different. That's, that's like the whole family getting together for a big fucking powwow, and it's always fun. Um, But uh, when they do stuff like Flashpoint or Flash Rebirth, it's wrapped up in a single episode, and it's bad. Yeah, but you've also named one show. Uh, has Arrow even done anything really from the comics except rip off Batman arcs? No, no the they, whole... they, they've, Oliver... ripped, they've taken arcs from the comics yeah. a couple times. Oliver as, Oliver as mayor was like a big arc in the comics. Yeah, it was. And they've done a pretty decent job dealing with him, like, the investigation if he's Green Arrow. And if they actually out him at the end of the season, I think that would be an interesting way to deal with next season. Yeah. Yeah, that would be... Well, at this point, like, it's such a long time coming. Like, uh, the amount of people who know at this point is staggering. I'm surprised this hasn't happened sooner. He's not as bad as Barry where it's like, all right, I don't have time for you to learn to trust me. Here's my face. It's not, yeah, do you mean it's not as bad as Barry where now his villains have gotten to the point where you're like, that's, wait, I know you. It's like, <laughs> well, it's like, crunky, yeah. I, I can tell you're that fast boy from that prison. Uh, we'll get to that. We'll get um, to that. I, um, thought all the, uh, I thought the opening of this episode was amazing. Yeah, it's pretty Also, great. like, I don't ever really give Stephen Amell acting credit because just he just kind of does what he does. Um, but I thought his acting this episode was interesting because... Like, while everyone's having a powwow and trying to figure something out, he's just off in the corner with his arms crossed, like, pacing, because he doesn't do himself, because it's like, his brain is a mess, like, his confidence is shattered, and he's like, yeah, any plan I can come up with right now is probably ineffective. Yeah. I actually really liked his scene with Diggle when he's like, I thought about what you said, and you're right, and I'm trying to do things different. Yeah, actually, and yeah. The, towards the end of last season, when the fucking Adrian Chase broke Oliver down, uh, that was also some really good stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So I think when they finally show, like, kinks in his armor, he becomes really interesting. Yeah, he's very, like, they always have him at brooding, but whenever he has to be, like, contemplative or sincere, he can do that. He's just not good at, at least we haven't seen him be good at any sort of levity. I mean, I Yeah, that comes out in crossover stuff, because, like, when he yeah. shows up, when he showed up in the, at EarthX... After fucking Supergirl and Flash land, he just rolls up in a motorcycle. He's like, okay, for the last time, I don't have super speed. <laughs> yeah, you, that, that is true. Maybe it has to do more with the writing and directing, specifically on Arrow. Probably. I mean, he, I thought he, I thought him and uh, the actor who plays Diggle, whose name I keep forgetting, um, I thought the two of them were fucking ripping the screen apart when they had that fight. Yeah, yeah. they have great chemistry. So, Actually, of all the different co- in any of the shows, Diggle and Oliver have the best chemistry. Yep, Diggle and Oliver, abusive man and, couple going on. And Felicity, Felicity hey. and Barry have the best chemistry. They, of anybody, Diggle and Oliver have been on camera the most, because they're both episode one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, I 
like the fact that Diaz is now just like, I'm Al Pacino now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. So really but... I love, I love when he like just, he's like, oh, you got something in your throat. <laughs> the slow, the slow rise to, he, he's going full like late Pacino, like 88 minutes Pacino or whatever. I just like how Diaz will just stab somebody just arbitrarily. Like he just walks up, he's like, poke. But I also love that he's, as much as he does not want to be manipulated, he's so easily manipulated at the same time. You just have to poke at his, like, oh, they're just, they want to put you under their thumb. They want to keep you on a leash. And anytime you kind of. He comes across as very collected and very kind of uh, calculating. But then, like, once he gets a little bit of pressure, he starts to just, like, lose his cool all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this episode speaks a lot towards Anatoly and how how helpful he can be in the right situation um he's also in a weird way he's kind of he himself is in a helpless situation yeah because he's trapped in this thing where if he does anything he knows that he is dead and dead in a bad way i think that diaz would risk uh killing anatoly because i think he'd probably be afraid of what happens afterwards from who uh is there broadfoot members left is he's, that not part of, he's not part of the Brafa anymore. Does I mean, Anatoly have any allies left in Russia? I'd have to think he no, does. No, that was like the whole point of the... Maybe he didn't. That was the episode with the the Loser Leaves Home match that Oliver went to Russia and did like a deal. <laughs> That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, um, but I mean, presumably there are still people in Russia who would want revenge. Uh, also, but I think you... I think he said that they basically outed him. Like, he's ousted. He's done. Right. And that's what... So oh, yeah, I don't... You can't kill Anatoly because a new one will rise out of the, yeah. the, the yeah. ashes oh, that hit the floor. I'm not saying that they should. I'm saying if Diaz did, like, in the world of the show, that Anatoly can't do anything because he's kind of, like, he's screwed. He knows he can't do anything. That's why right. he keeps trying to help. That's yeah. what Oliver basically showed him in three episodes ago that, yeah, this guy doesn't care. He's a rabid animal that's trying to – He's he puts on this exterior, but, like, one little poke and he explodes. Yeah. I, I kind of want, like – he has a stab in Atoli, and then he just goes full uh, Dr. Manhattan from Watchmen. He's like, I'm very disappointed in you. I'm very disappointed in you. Learning I... to resurrect myself was first trick Anatoly learned. <laughs> I you thought he was the honorable he's man. Gonna, he's going to cut off Anatoly's arm or hand, and then we're going to get to set up the future of like real KG Beast, where he has the gun hand. Okay, I would be very into that. Because KG Beast. KG Beast is preposterous, but, like, he has a gun hand, just like Barrett from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe we'll see that in the movies, or not. Well, actually, you can't even, because KG Beast is dead in the uh, the DCEU continuity. Well, I mean, is he, though? <laughs> is he? Bat yeah, is Batman there? blew his ass up. Yeah, is no, there? Batman, that's the thing, Batman, he didn't just kill him, he, like... Killed he, him times he, three. He cooked him alive. Mm-hmm. Not to go off on that tangent, movie? but, like, I Batman has killed so many people in that sequence alone. <laughs> That's in like, BBS, right? Yeah, when he goes in the warehouse sequence, like, it's awesome to look at because I'm like, he's fighting like Batman would fight in the Arkham games, and that's how I imagine Batman would fight. Like, complete control over the room. But then you watch it, and you're like, that guy is really dead. Like, <laughs> yeah. The dude, he smacks the crate and he hits the wall, and there's a visible blood smear that follows after him. The two assholes he throws into the hallway with a hand grenade. Like, I'm sure the dude he chucked into a wall and got stuck there has got life-altering injuries. 
Oh, and the unrated cut is even worse. <laughs> the unrated cut, he stabs someone. Like he, he, does. he implies he just stabs a dude to death off screen. It's, it's uh, gruesome. Yeah. And he it's, snaps that dude's arm, and it's all up close, and there's some fucking red stuff, and yeah. yeah. It just That's reminds me. Have, have either of you guys read uh, White Knight? Not yet. No. Uh, the I'm last... going to get around to it, because it seems oh, really interesting. It's really good. They just The last issue just came out, and the last couple of panels, Batman and Gordon have a discussion, and it's very interesting with what you're just saying, like, because he kind of delves into, like, I enjoy doing this, mm. and I never realized that until now. And it's really cool. I mean, I've always suspected. <laughs> right. Especially when you watch Batman. Batman Returns is the best when he fucking, what is that, when he takes the bomb off the, uh, he straps a dynamite to the guy's chest, smiles, and then punches him into a sewer and just walks away. Yeah, that's the thing that happens. A crazy well, he, also, bad grin. he also massacres a shit ton of Emperor Penguins, which I feel like yeah. World Wildlife Foundation and PETA would be really pissed about. This There's a really good video true. you can find. It's called Batman's On-Screen Body Count. It just tallies up every person he's undoubtedly killed within every on-screen yeah. appearance. Yeah. My favorite thing still is though the I can't who I can't remember who plays Batman in the is it College Humor with Patton Oswalt as the Penguin? Oh my God! No, uh, that's uh, Pete Holmes. It's Pete yeah. Holmes. Pete Holmes. Yeah. yeah like, Patton Oswalt is the Penguin. And yeah, Batman doesn't understand the concept of death, and so he thinks that all these people he's killing, he's just sending to a happy farm. My favorite is when he picks up the gun. He's like, Oh my God, this thing's so cool! And he just shoots Penguin in the head. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> It's, just, it's not that he doesn't have a no-gun policy. He Gordon, just never yeah. held a gun. Gordon's like, Bruce, your parents are dead. He's like, no, they're not. They're on a farm making biscuits and butter. They're happy there. I've seen them. <laughs> uh, so good. Yeah, Arrow's been good. I'm kind of i excited. I don't think Diaz is going to die this season. No, I don't think he will I either. Think he's been, I, I think he's been introduced too late in the game to just die. But problem... at this point, if he just loses in one episode after this, like, what is essentially a monumental moral victory, like he's a punk. Yeah. I don't think it's like, where can he go? Because if they're not allowed to do a Suicide Squad, like, what do you do with him? I, I really don't know. Leanne, I mean, Leanne, Arden's like, prison, they, maybe? Well, they know. mentioned, so, like, Lian Yu's blown up, so there's that's they, gone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Where did you put Diaz that he can't do anything? I think he I, just gets away. I mean, technically, he, he did attack... Argus agents, which makes him a national threat at this point. He attacked the head of Argus. Yeah, that's what uh, what's her name is, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. That's why she. Oh, excuse me. That's why she goes in because she's like, no one's gonna question me walking into that building. I'm fucking hot shit. I run an entire military, yeah. a government military. Yeah, facility. she's basically like, if they step at me, um, they're gonna get crushed by the federal government. Right. And by attacking her and her agents, that's the thing. Attacking her agents is more important than attacking her in a alone building. Them killing nope. agents yeah. and taking a body count, that's an attack on the federal government. <laughs> the only a... thing, though, is if you think about how this episode comes to an end with Diaz, um, he basically takes over the Quadrant, which yeah. is kind of like a, um, if you've been reading the Green Arrow books, is a shitty version of, I can't remember what they called them, of the Ninth Circle. Mm. And they basically I have... Know. I like how he's like, I want to be in the quadrant. And then every quadrant member who shows up, he just kills him. He's like, I'm going to kill the quadrant. Well, he does not kill the black guy because that would not play well. Oh, not yet anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps offing other people who show up, though. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, I do have to say there, there was, I mentioned in the chat earlier, uh, the visual of Diaz getting blown down a staircase towards the end 
was for some reason hysterical. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. I don't, I don't understand how that happened or why, but it's pretty great. Yeah, uh, my immediate thought was like, so he's dead. Yeah, like, I mean, he, he gets he gets standing in front of the wall that he exploded. gets he gets fucking launched like Channing Tatum does in the beginning of GI Joe two, like just a fucking fireball in a body. It's one of the funniest on screen deaths I've ever seen because it comes. I would have not been surprised if he like got up and was like uh, Gus from Breaking Bad and was like fixing his tie and then you just pan and he's just half a person. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for Breaking Bad. It's only yeah, been like that... seven years. Yeah, that show that's been out for a long time now. Yeah. I think uh, the, the spinoff has been out for five seasons. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Close I, to it. Yeah, I think so. I can't believe that's still on. I'm like, how much farther can you take this concept? Um, um, This is the channel that has two Walking Dead shows. Yeah, yeah and apparently, the, sh- apparently the, the, the spinoff is way better than the mainline show right now. Yeah, that's uh, what I've heard as well. I, I just... I've, uh, I've heard this season of Fear the Walking Dead is doing some really cool shit, so... I just can't get into the zombie shows. I don't know why. The only zombie show I like is Game of Thrones, because they do zombies in a way that makes me scared of them. Yes, and <laughs> we're only a couple months away, and you're ready to sit down every Sunday for almost two hours? Yeah. I'm... Uh, wait, is that coming up soon? No, it's still in 2019. Oh, okay, uh... I was like, what? But it's like early oh. 2019, like January. It's like January, and yeah. like every... They're saying it's two hours ish, maybe plus per episode. Yeah, it, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a it, it is very, it is very obvious that they are just rushing to the end of this because, like, I guess they have to. Um, also, yeah, we're we are never getting uh, a Dance with Dragons, where the fuck it is, the next book in that story, because George R. R. Martin is absolutely 100 percent going to die before he finishes it, because the last book came out in 2010, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes, the I was still in high school. Like, the last book came out like right before maybe like season one started i love seeing people because my friend lisa's just discovering that show and like she's live reacting to it on facebook it's been the fucking best because i love if there's anything i love more than game of thrones it's watching people watch game of thrones because you sit there and go oh i've been through this i'm gonna see how you react i got to see someone react to the red wedding in person in front of me at work and it was the greatest day of my life because i just watched her go through like she's like no 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 and then like shock horror anger, grief, and then just left the room. I'm like, that was fantastic. Well, Game of Thrones did such a service, not just because it's so good, but like, it made... It took what Lord of the Rings did for fantasy, and I was like, oh, you can make fantasy for television and make an adult version and you could do anything. Like, there's so many shows we're getting out of. Well, it's, I think Game I think Game of Thrones is a clever little beast because it disguised itself as like it's kind of fantasy medievally, and then it's like this is a political drama, and then as like the show gets on, it's like there's totally magic. Yeah, yeah. the dragons are coming. It's just that South Park episode. And you're like, and it's like, oh, I, now ice zombies. It's like, okay, how much farther can you raise the bar? That's what I know. Like a lot of people are not liking the, the these last two seasons because like, oh, it's so weird. It's like, no, this has always been a weird fantasy show. You just yeah. have not been paying attention. Yeah, yeah they've been building to this the entire since the beginning. Yeah, I've heard. I, I've never heard the. This is so weird, but I have heard. I think the story is getting weaker. I've heard that from people, and I kind of don't disagree with that completely. Um, well, I think it's the climax. People, yeah, I'm just saying I, the honestly, writing is I, not as, as great. As effective as Cersei is as a villain, I think everyone is sick of seeing her win. Like, I, yeah, I well, agree. we're we're all just waiting for her to die. We just don't know how. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, Jamie's totally killing her. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. 100%. It's, it's, that's how it's built. It's like the cyclical nature of this world. Well, yeah. and like everything that that witch told her when she was little has come true to a, to, yeah. to a T at yep. point. So it has to happen. God, Tom and suicide is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. I'm sorry if that's dark, but like just him opening those, that fucking door, just going, bloop. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> I feel like they wrote that and were like, this is going to be a meme forever. And then, like, Cersei reacting to it, like, she just stepped into a bathroom that didn't have any toilet paper was my favorite part of the whole thing. She's like, oh, damn. Oh, well, she knew it was going to Yeah. Um, uh, the Phantom Zone. Yeah, you want to pivot that? over to Flash now? Or no, Supergirl? I feel like this explains exactly how we feel about these other two shows <laughs> that we just spent 15 minutes talking about Game of Thrones. That another well, watch, that red talking show, it's currently not airing. Yeah, it says something about For how another... good Arrow was as well, that yeah. like, we wanted to talk about other things. Um, yeah, let's do uh, Supergirl. Um, this episode was fine. <laughs> it's, it is fine, but like, I'm it not was... into these. I'm just not into this season, so I'm okay with this episode being better than the rest of this season, but I'm also like, this season is really bad, and I'd like it to just stop now. Just I'd like it to just go away. I think this season is just a kind of culmination of the problem with having your lead character being OP. And not knowing how to write for that. Yes, Not... like, there's so much shit you have to do to get around. Well, and then, like, sometimes the fact... they, they for, just forget about the fact that she's indestructible. Like, they, I think in one episode, they're like, oh, no, she's drowning. I'm like, no, she's not. She can't oh, you drown. Mean like, like... <laughs> you mean, like, when the Flash, when he forgets that he can run really fast? I'll, I'll, I'm going to talk a lot about that <laughs> in a little while, okay? But, like, um... this is my problem with these shows, and it's the problem when you have have somebody that has god level abilities it's you have to instead of creating a character that can or doing something with other characters that address that or face that you have to make them do dumb things you have to nerf to them, the nerf them. stupid mm-hmm. yes but you're nerfing them in dumb ways it's like oh yeah. i'm just gonna stand still so that you can spit like poison in my face right or yeah yeah it's the problem of having a 22 episode season, or yes, yeah, that, that is well 24 yeah. filler. Although, well, I don't know. I can't remember how much of Supergirl has been filler. It seems like it they have at least been uh, consistent. Um, well, as, as yeah. much as I like Jimmy Olsen, I'm just I don't care about his side B story. Love every time they try to do something with Jimmy Olsen, it's eye roll inducing. Yeah, I feel like they just are like, oh, we need to keep him on the show. Because he's like a character that's been there since season one, and if we get rid of him, there's no reason to ever show those sets that we built for Catco. <laughs> that's that's true. That's that's accurate. oh, that's awesome. And I'm pissed that they brought him back as Guardian. I thought we were done with that. I okay, okay. Here's the thing, and this is where I'm going to get on a little soapbox here. They've already done it, so either get over it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's it's the thing of like okay we're here already so either shut up or shut up it's like the people who are still complaining that solo is not a lando movie well they didn't do that the movie's coming out in two weeks so either watch it or don't or just keep your mouth shut i don't care about what ifs or how to's you know this is what we're getting this is what we have just live with it and judge it for what it is 
so like Jimmy putting on that suit, when the moment calls for it, I don't care. If it, if it makes sense for them to put it back in the Guardian suit, fine. It's when they try to force it in, like they did in season two, that it becomes a problem. Of like, I think that's where the, the that's where the stress of it comes from. I, every time I see that suit, I kind of just go. Yeah, but again, this time it made sense. It was inoffensive this time, but I it's I was much it's... happier seeing him take an arrow to the chest. It's the same thing that I understand when people are like, wait, I should watch Legends because Damian Dark is on it. And, like, I get that. Like, I get they're like, ah, oh, Damian Dark. Because he yeah. completely changed that character. But they just never did that with Jimmy. And they changed Jimmy him went... to a sorcerer goofball. Well, yeah. yeah, they gave him... They made him more than just a bad Bond villain, um, which is what he was. <laughs> yeah, they, made him, they made him more than bad he... wizardman. Yeah, but if you've never watched Legends, Damian Dark is one of the worst characters that ever existed in this universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, He's just a and... terrible human being. Just... Just yeah. awful, but, um... but for like mustache twirl, like for the worst, like there's terrible human beings that make sense for a story, and he's just mustache twirly in a non-ironic way. But like Jimmy is just like he just does things, and his motivation is well, the goofiest stuff at times. It's like, oh, I'm surrounded by people who are heroes, so well, I feel be- bad about myself because they just they don't have anything for that character to do. They just keep forcing him into these weird situations where you could probably go without him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Does does like I don't particularly care about him and Lena getting together. I don't give a shit yeah. about that. Well, I mean, it's what happens when like if you go back to the first season, the idea of him and Kara being a thing was like the entire one of the main focuses of that entire season, and it actually worked because those two have chemistry with each other. Yeah, and then, and then in season two when they broke up in one yeah, episode, in like the first episode, they were like, "That's not happening." That's that's yeah, not. Like, doing, oh, we went on a thing. date. We went on a date and it was awkward. So we toads can't do this, right? And it's like, okay, they did the same thing with Wen. Like she was like, it was like the whole thing of season one was like this weird, creepy love triangle. Like not creepy, but like this weird awkward love triangle between these three. Yeah. Well, that's when, when that's when the CW stuff gets to be the worst when they're trying yeah. to assault you with multiple romantic angles. Well, no, so this was when they were on CBS. Remember? Yeah. So oh, is, that's right. Yeah. This is when they were trying to. They were. It was so weird because it was a CBS show, but because they knew they were aiming for the CW audience, they tried to make it a CW show. They just made it like a CW show, <laughs> kind of. And to connect to something earlier, it was uh, season one. Jimmy was dating uh, what's his name's wife. They just uh, said Lucy. Lucy. Yeah, Joe. He was dating Lucy. Yeah. Uh, Lucy. Uh... Lane. Yeah, Lucy Lane. Lane. Um, yeah, and that's Channing Tatum's wife. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah. And like... then, I, I really do think since when I feel like the biggest problem here, I think I brought this up several episodes ago, was Clarissa Flockhart was the only reason why the Kako stuff. Like, does Kara ever Kara anymore, or is she just Supergirl? I haven't. I don't remember yeah. her being outside of her super suit in a long time. Like the most we've seen, the most we've even heard of anything from Catco is in trailers where they quote Cat Grant. Um, so does she exist as Kara anymore? No, because they cut out. They uh, cut out. Uh, fuck, what's his name? The the reporter. The, uh, the reporter guy. Uh, but they cut him out completely of the season, and I don't get it because. <laughs> I really like season two overall. Like, I like what they were doing. I've said before, I like that they addressed the Trump issue, like, head on. 
Um, but they, they, they did a lot of that with uh, Calista Fockhart and having, um, what's her name that played Lois? Carrie Hatcher. Like, they were the, Terry Hatcher and her were, like, great at the end, last couple mm-hmm. episodes of that season. Yeah, well, even before then, when they showed, like, a, a car driving down a road in Arizona, um, and this family being stopped by the police, and then being captured and deported in space, in space alien terms, I guess. <laughs> um, space cop. So you mean that you lost connection with the show when they abandoned the human element? I'm saying that yes, that when they stopped being, when they stopped addressing the real world and they decided to play it safe, um, by that's a really good word to describe Supergirl. Mm-hmm. It's so safe and it's so it's it's risk free. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely risk free. It's like if you watched uh, Superman two, and you didn't pay attention to anything deeper <laughs> or emotional going on in that movie. And you just made that for a whole show. You just addressed the superheroes fighting and punching each other, but you didn't realize what makes that movie still work now. Um, and like, I think of all these shows, the action on Supergirl is where I tune out the most because I'm like, ah, it's going to be a lot of flying and punching, and yep, I've seen this a hundred times already. Yeah, if I want to watch mediocre CGI, there's plenty of terrible movies in the past that I could watch and be happy. Well, okay, so that said, I think the fighting is, it's only recently gotten bad. The first season, the fighting uh, the, first season the first season, her and some dude rip up a highway. Yeah, and the I mean, second season is even with... good as well. So You're not impressed with their cape jutsu? Uh, the cape, okay, okay. Here's the thing. I hated Monel last season, and now he's just boring. It's just like, I don't care. Why are you even here? Why did you... Also, why did you get rid of him and then just bring him back immediately? I yeah, you gave that. him, like, you gave him an out, and then he comes back, like, having lived an entire other season of some show we never saw. Right. Like, as, <laughs> as bad as he is, Brainiac and Saturn Girl are infinitely worse. No, okay, here's the thing. Saturn I actually Girl... like Brainiac. I like Brainiac quite a bit now, especially since they got rid of the push lights on his head. Um, oh, the... you mean when he stopped looking like a Mantalunan from uh, This Island Earth? Yeah. Why is he blue? I don't know. When when has Brandon been blue? I don't. I wish I, I had. Just, a it's such a it's such a simple thing. Why is he blue and not green? I it's, don't know. It doesn't well, make any sense. Also, like, okay, I get it. Just be okay. Just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. Also. <laughs> yep. It's not like we haven't already had a live-action version of this exact Brainiac before. Yeah, and that worked fine. I, I yeah, challenge I know. anybody to tell me that Milton Fine was a dumb idea, or the way that they did Milton Fine was bad. Uh, that was. And you cool. can listen to me and Alan talk about it when we get to it on What's Smallville weird Chronicles. Is that we have we have two Brainiacs on TV right now. Yeah, because uh, I don't agree. Ag- ag- uh, Brainiac. I don't have you watched that show because I don't acknowledge it. I don't <laughs> want to. That's the best way I can come up with that. I don't I'm, care about it. I literally today was told by my wife's cousin, "Oh, my friends tell me I should watch Gotham," and I was like, "No. Why would you do that to yourself? God, Why don't you just damn it. Take a it's, pair of dull scissors and just I I, I, I voiced hour. my I voiced my issues with, about it a long time ago, but I'll do it again." You took what could have been probably an interesting idea, and you went with the most boring, 
uh, non-interesting angle you could. I don't care. Like, show me life on Krypton in a miniseries. Don't try to make me give a shit about Superman's granddaddy as he tried to prevent the planet from blowing up that I know blows up. Exactly. <laughs> What's the problem with a show like that when you know the inevitability? There's no stakes. Like, uh, like they did a Krypton show about interstellar politics. Like, they mentioned in Man of Steel, just mean, for a second, I'm... they mentioned the Thanagarians. They mentioned them. So you mean if they did a sci-fi Game of Thrones? Yeah. Like, show me Krypton- show me a Kryptonian ambassador going to Thanagar and, like, getting killed. Oh, oh here. <laughs> I go to a Kryptonian ambassador trying to prevent a Thanagar-ran war. Mm-hmm. I'm in. As like, yeah. Um, anything, anything involving space, um, but in a world where Superman and Earth really aren't involved, uh, that sounds fascinating to me. Um, and yeah. again, like we don't know, we don't know much about unless you read the comics. We know nothing about how Kryptonians interacted with the rest of space. That's not a subject that's been covered at all. To they, my knowledge, they read. They retconned it a million times over, so it's hard to really know. Right. But like, what also, like, what is what is Krypton's legacy in the larger pantheon of comic books? It blows mm-hmm. up. That's all we know. Like, yeah, they're a tale that civilizations tell of, like, no matter how good you are, it doesn't matter. Time, your time yeah. comes. Yeah. Like, in any, like, in Smallville or in Supergirl or in anything about Kryptonians, when they mention that they're from Krypton, they're like, oh, the Kryptonians died. And then when Clark or Kara says, no, I am a Kryptonian, their faces go into shock or whatever. Um, and that's the extent of their legacy, as far as we know, on any of these shows. It, it is like um, the Saiyans from Dragon Ball Z and that, right. like, they're not really that important beyond Frieza blowing them up. Yeah, whereas, like, yeah. That's, if we compare them to the Gallifreyans, we know a lot about what the Gallifreyans were in the grander scheme of the universe. They were seen as, like, these cosmic, you know, gatekeepers who would show up on a planet and just wreck shit if they didn't like what you were doing. Yeah, um, and that's the thing with the Saiyans, is that you don't want to follow this race. It's, they're a bunch of rabid animals that Frieza would unload on a planet and then call it a day. And then their planet wasn't even their planet. They just mm-hmm. took it over. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would they... say almost in a way, like the Sands are the inverse, but have the exact same outcome. Because mm-hmm. the Kryptonians are the, they weren't really physical people. They were the super science nerds that were isolationists. And then they just ignored their stuff and they just blew up. Yeah, yeah I've, I've always seen it as like <laughs> the Sands and their origin it's probably the origin of the crypt of uh, not the Kryptonians of the Klingons, um, because I'm sorry, I, you know you can believe whatever you want, but I don't believe that the Klingons ever would have made it to space without Hang on a stealing second. technology. <laughs> How did we turn this into Star Trek? But um, to me, the Kryptonian legacy is always almost like Earth's. They're kind of if we don't do stuff on Earth a certain way, we will become Krypton. Right. That Krypton's almost like future Earth. But that's the extent of it. <laughs> like, again, yeah. like, you just, again, like, we know what the Lantern Corps' effect on the rest of the universe is. The, the yeah, well, that's the whole problem with the Kryptonians. They're just like an advanced civilization, but there's been many. Mm-hmm. Like, there's other ones that are more interesting because a random space object doesn't give them godlike powers. Yeah, but this is uh, not about Supergirl, and <laughs> specifically this episode, anyway. Well, yeah, because... Yeah, I like, here's the thing. These, vi- like, 
this villain collective they had going on. One, most of them are gone now, and two, they're not interesting. Well, Rain is a, least of all. They've uh, been absorbed by Rain now, which was... I yeah. don't... Why I just, even I... do the villain collective thing? <laughs> why not just have her develop these powers on her own? Because they have to fill 22 episodes. Um, also, um, also, Odette Yusman is very bad. Um, oh. And trying to buy her as a villain is laughable. I agree. Her, her acting... I'm just taking a whole bunch of shit on actresses tonight, isn't it? I'm just... She's just... Her acting is just... Especially compared to the other two that she's with. Because I don't know who plays the, the screaming black woman... That sounds really terrible, but like yeah, that you know sounds I mean? bad. But at least you're <laughs> yeah. at least you're not Mir Connor saying that. So yes. I mean, it's it's slightly uh, better. I don't remember. It's, I don't remember what her character's name is, but she's the one that screams. And she Julia. Has I, I don't know why Julia. I remember that, but it's Julia. But her scenes, I'm like, oh, I kind of can feel like I can see emotion and things mm-hmm. happening, and then the other one, she's just so bad. Oh, with the like, gold, the golden nail one, pestilence. Uh, she's. She is terrible. She is... She's she's giving her a ten, and then uh, Sauron is giving a fifteen. <laughs> yes. Her, her like intensity of yelling, I'm just, I can't. It's undescribable. Like, yeah, like she's earned the title porn Sauron with her acting. I uh, who was who was the big bad of season one? Like who was the major big bad? Um, uh, Kara's aunt. Um yes. and uh her so yeah. it was somebody else in the cave was it? Huh? It was Tonians. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was it's, more, it's it's yeah. more folks in capes. Like I'm yeah. a little like sick of the pattern. That's it. It's it's the speedster problem in Flash, but now I would give a left arm to have a speedster back. Yeah. It was very similar to season two. They were basically the exact same villains from Man of Steel. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were basically those villains. But here's the thing, they worked, though, because they had a point of view, and they had a reason for what they were doing. And by the end of the season, you were kind of unsure, because what you learn is that Kara's mother basically uh, tried to send her aunt into, uh, or not the Phantom Zone, or, yeah, into the Phantom Zone. Cause that's yeah, where, she uh, tried to send her into the Phantom Zone. Yeah, and they're twins, also, that's the important thing. So, yeah. it's like sending yourself into the Phantom Zone. Yeah. And Kara's aunt loves her and she's very conflicted and then the kind of big crux of everything is that it's not Kara that deals with her it's actually Alex kills the shit out of her that I, I didn't remember that part but yes that's yeah, true Alex has a, a kryptonite katana or like machete oh, yeah. that's, that's so rad <laughs> remember that mech suit from the finale of season 2 or not the, the from the premiere of season 2 she uses that in the end of season 1 and she's really badass with it um but what's interesting is that's like not even the penalty but that's like four or five episodes before the ending yeah and it sends her husband off into like a i'm just gonna kill everybody like you killed my wife your stupid shitty human sister yeah yeah but yeah that season is great because Kara is conflicted and she starts to think that her mom is wrong like her mother Mm -hmm. who's the person that she like worships uh she starts to think that maybe her mother was the bad guy um so they also an... deal with the fact that they use a, a certain thing to write off superman being able to help 
Yeah, that's uh, okay. I know, anyways, I, I know it's it's dumb, but they actually address the fact that there's somebody else in the universe. I know. I'm trying well, not to get season, caught into the season, weeds. Of season yeah, one. Season, season one was nauseating because it just kept saying, "My cousin, your cousin, hey, the guy in the red, hey, the guy in the blue." Yeah, but I, and... okay. So I understand that though, because if you if you use it too much, if you just have him show up in episode one, it feels like cheating. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, I feel like his appearance in season two was earned, and I'm glad that CW is finally like, yeah, you can have one of the nicer toys, for, you know, for once. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like a J.J. Abrams also... not using the original Star Trek music till the end of the 2009 movie. Like, yeah. Having, using him also cheapens her. Exactly. Uh, to yeah, yeah um, to some degree, yeah. Um, well, at she's... this point, like, at, at the, and the, I think actually the, uh, the other side of this coin is the nauseating amount of Batman references across like every show. Like it's worse than the, your cousin, my cousin thing, because at this point just fucking show him. Well, <laughs> we know gonna, he's there now. Because and I, and people are, I don't, nobody's ever actually like told me this, but I think when I say this, people groan, but the last time there was a Batman show, um, people came away thinking that Batman was goofy and silly. I don't yeah. care that it was 60, 40, 40 years ago. That show left an impact on Batman. So the going thought process is, if we do Batman on TV, it will be goofy and silly. And also, Gotham has not like, helped that. <laughs> who is, who, it's Guggenheim is the, the, the big head, the head honcho, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I feel like if you walked up to like the heads of WB and was like, hey, can I have Batman for TV? They just pull out a gun and shoot him right then and there. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. I think they don't have the budget to make the costume look good unless they literally somehow got Ben Affleck's costume to put on someone else. I think the Superman costume is one of the better costumes across yeah. all these shows. I think it's but awesome. It's, but the, the reason why Superman to me is easier because it's simple. Yeah. It's just a blue suit with a red ass, and then there's the gold inside, and then he has a red cape. Batman has so much dumb shit on him because he has the full <laughs> like, and I love. I'm a huge Batman fan, but he has a full cowl with his chin sticking out, and then a crazy cape, and then a utility belt and boots mm-hmm. and gloves. And Everything about something. Batman is super extra. <laughs> yes. He was '90s before. He was '90s and. 90s. Why do you have claws on your wrists in case someone swings his sword at me? <laughs> um, well, I don't have much else to say about. I don't um, have much to say about. Super- point aside from the fact that like these villains are bad and i'm not really into it yeah i just want this to be over i feel like i'm in a bad dream um it's it's not bad it's exhausting like i'm just tired of it that is the yeah safe and exhausting are two good words to start Mm -hmm. to super early season but as far as uh uh, frustrating bad and just downright stupid uh the next show (sighs) my god i can't this show fell off a fucking clip so here's the thing yeah. I, I need you guys to remind me what happened because i don't remember i don't oh, that's, that's really easy three episodes i mean it well last episode was therefore she is where fucking uh gypsy comes shows up and breaks up with cisco oh yeah Joy! and the episode before that was the episode post ralph dying with citizen cold which actually, oh that that produced one of the best moments, uh, one of my favorite moments this season so far is when Snart is yelling at Barry, like, dude, get up. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, cause like Barry's... you're sulking in the middle of a war zone. Get off your ass. And it literally, his his emo-ness is what 
hurts the bad guy's plan. Yeah. It doesn't factor in that people have emotions. But it goes to the problem of Barry as the Flash for the entire series is that unless he's fighting a speedster, the only way he loses is if, oh, wait, he doesn't use his powers and he just stands there like a idiot. Which which frustrated me this episode because he dominates everybody he walks up to in this episode and is on full on like, I'm a speedster. I can literally run around you, disarm you and probably take off your pants uh, just to embarrass you in the blink of an eye. Mm -hmm. Uh and then like, sudden... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, like, in one scene when Aminette throws metal at some guy and he goes so fast, everything stands still, and he just grabs the metal. Yeah, and then he he's just standing stops and there. grabs it. I'm like, that's the fucking Barry I'm supposed to be watching. Yeah. yeah. And then he almost gets murdered by Eye Snake Guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to Oh, all right. Hold on. What the <laughs> flying fuck? Like, I get metas are weird, but explain that one to me. Well, the other thing is. All the Meta's powers, even in this episode, they explain, oh, she was on a plane. Yeah, it's, all, it's always semi-circumstantial. So and, like, was he being eaten by a Venus flytrap when the fucking particle explorer went off? What? What is my, that? My is guess... he a creepy beach snake guy that, like, walks around, like, saying, <laughs> oh, you want to take pictures of me on the beach, like, with my snake? Maybe. Like, it doesn't make any sense. My, okay, I, I actually have a defense for this. He was working in a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> I think that explains everything. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he was working in a Chinese restaurant. That's like I was, frying, I was frying up an eel and suddenly dark matter. I don't know. I am everything in Asia but Chinese, but I'm still somewhat offended by your comment. No, I'm just saying, like, that's the. Okay, I'm not I'm, like a I'm, real, like, authentic. I'm busting your, yeah, I'm busting your balls, but it's but yeah. fucked. But, no, um, like, a yeah. creature like what came out of his eye, the closest thing I can think of is something that comes out it's of like the ocean. A, it's uh, like a deep. It's like a tapeworm, right? Slash. Yeah, it looks like the fucking trilobite from Prometheus. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, has so... like weird. It has like a weird mouth thing. It's yeah. not a snake. It's like a it's leech. Like a... Yeah, it's weird. It's it's very strange. Um, Just like his also like name. if that's if that's living inside your head, where's your brain? I don't know. There's only and... enough. There's only so much room inside your skull, and it's pretty packed. It. It's... And my, my, yeah. And why? Why? <laughs> Uh, Why is it I, I, your I special effects team could be like, oh, we can make a snake come out of a dude's eye. Okay. Here's the thing. This is a character <laughs> who's been around for a while, but I love that we're just now getting to this. We're just now breaking getting down. Getting to, like, what he can do or what his purpose is. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, there he is. Um, and uh, I mentioned he drives, before. But, he uh, drives an El Camino. Yeah. Uh, Katie Sackoff, who I liked in uh, uh, Oculus, who I liked in Riddick who I've liked in pretty much everything I see her in, except this. It was especially awful in this. Yeah. Did you not like her southern accent? I don't or... believe any accent she puts on. I would have preferred like, that she stuck with the southern accent. I would have preferred that. That was where, better. Where is she? I'm going to have to Google, because... Is she English? No, she's from Portland. Don't... Why isn't anybody telling her, like, what do you sound like? She sounds because, like somebody... Because I think the writers were like, she has a British accent. And then they heard her talk, and they're like, "All right, whatever. She's bad, but she still has a British accent." But <laughs> well, it would yeah. be better yeah. if in this episode they're like, "Oh, and they like look her up and like she's from Oregon." It's like, why is she from a British <laughs> accent? Like that would have been. Perfect. She's from Maine. Uh, but that would have been an easy like one line being like, "Oh, she's just weird and wants to." I mean, I think her accent. like for the first time since beating her, her power looks kind of cool because now it's yeah. not just it doesn't just revolve around a stupid glove she makes 
Um, but she which, can which, like, it's, power into it's a... It's so bizarre where it's like, I need my bucket. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's really but she can also, odd. like, use her power into, like, a tennis ball. Yeah, and then she can summon the shards from a distance and create a tornado that carries her okay. off. That was... <laughs> what the fuck? What That's the because fuck? they don't have enough of a budget to, like, have her build a platform to kind of carry her out Magneto-style. Because it's yeah. all I can think of watching. It's like, why don't you just have it go like a thing you could stand on just like yeah, why, would you, why would you surround yourself into a whirlpool like a vortex of spinning jagged metal i'll give me the answer always... go ahead i was gonna say it's because it's cheaper to make that effect than to have her stand on something that they have to green screen well, yes, and, and they also they already have the cg model for t- tornado from flash season one no, I swear to God, I thought you were going to say Man of Steel. <laughs> no, but I, I mean, actually thought you were going to say Red Tornado. No, but they still have oh. that. Mo- they still have, that's the same CG model. They just put a man in the center of it. Yeah. <laughs> but they, <laughs> they they still have that same CG model, and they can just replace the particles of dust and sand with. You know what it reminded shards. me of? It reminded me of the bad guy from Big Hero Six, except worse. Yeah. That actually, the villain of that movie is what took me out of it. I was like, oh, he just has machine slime. I think I'm good here. Well, um, you're also an adult and it's a child's movie. Eh, <laughs> yeah, but I like Disney movies. I don't care. Um, okay. I love, I love Tangled. Uh, but uh, there was other stuff happening this episode. Fucking more Caitlin Killer Frost stuff, which I think is being handled a little bizarrely. Because, like, for a long, long time, it was, I have this other side of me that's really nasty, and I'm not really sure how to deal with it, to, over the course of a single episode, like, oh my god, I miss her. What? Yeah. You mean, you, like, so they turned her from having, like, a split personality to it being a completely separate entity? More or less. Yeah. She has to go to therapy to figure it out in the end anyway? It's real weird. I feel like that's the, the answer at the end of the episode. It's like, oh, it's inside me, so are you going and it's, to It's this meditate? continued struggle to make everyone in the team have some kind of superpower. Like, for fuck's well, sake, so, still a psychic, isn't she? It's not just superpower. It's like they also have to have some sort of thing to be angsty about. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, you, you remember Petty Sisko, right, from season three? Oh, and don't forget that we had the, the B team of the, was it, the uh, Council of Wells. Mm-hmm. I here's the thing. I'll never get tired of watching Tom Cavanaugh do what he does. I think he's amazing. This um, is the closest I got. And the the fact that he can continuously come up with some other interpretation of this character over and over and over again is mind boggling to yeah, me. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it was except for French Wells. French Wells, I was like, that's lazy. I mean, at least Mobster yeah. Wells, I kind of got his Andrew Dice Clayness of Mobster. <laughs> See, and I'm, I have a very strong affinity for Matthew McConaughey Wells because... Oh, I love deep, him. He's my, my favorite. My deep, dark uh, uh, want for the DCEU is that I want Matthew McConaughey to play Reverse Flash, and this is the closest I'm ever going to get. Uh, <laughs> I would not be mad if that was our Wells next season. I would be pumped. I, yeah, I've always said he should be Eobard and Wells should be Richard E. Grant. That's always been my pick. Because um, I, I could go for a season where... Uh, that Wells is trying to consult Iris and Barry on why their relationship has no chemistry. Oh, you mean you mean McConaughey Wells? Yeah, McConaughey Wells talking to <laughs> Iris and Barry and their lack of chemistry. Yeah. Oh, you're giving you're you're teasing something I want that I'll never have. Um, um, you, mean you weren't really interested in her article that she was typing up. Here's the thing: I almost gave this a pass. I think I kind of did because, like, for the 
for the first time in what feels like a long time, she's doing something outside of just yes. standing in Star Labs and just pushing buttons and kind of acting like an authority on stuff. I'm like, oh, she has a job that she's yeah. willing to get up in the all hours of the night to go do. I agree. I and think like that they're moving in a better direction with her. She came off yeah. as legitimately helpful because she's like, she's like, yeah, I'm going to go do this. Yeah, just go get coffee and stuff. I'll do this. I'm like, well, that's actually the most efficient use of her I've seen all season. Yeah, she yeah. did. She made a blog and people are tweeting them sightings of a guy. Yeah. Which it, we didn't have any Devo this episode. Yeah. Which I'm okay with, I guess. Um, this was more. Oh, okay, and that's a, that's a problem. I saw this brought up in a YouTube video. Um, this season has been tremendous amounts of filler. It has, because again, and this, this twenty-four episodes. This, this, yeah, I would say there's like a good ten episodes of non-filler. Yeah, and everything else has been completely inconsequential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ten episodes, and then the crossover, and yeah. otherwise everything else could be cut. Because um, Devoe, our big development was not this episode, but the episode before where his wife finally leaves him and <clears throat> carjacks him or chair jacks him. Yeah. And here's the thing. I just, like, I, I'm, st- I'm still not okay with this plan of, like, making yeah. everyone dump their basic so that they come to him. I'm like, dude, people would already come to you right now. Yeah. Like, you're sitting on the fucking mountaintop right now as far as raw intelligence goes. Like, you don't need to do this. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah. I just want to say I watched I watched a movie today that involved a guy becoming a super genius and then wanting to embrace everyone, bringing them into this new technological world and leading them into the future. This movie was made in 1992, and it was called Lawnmower Man. <laughs> oh, no. no! God damn it. Um, it haunts me. But the I, special effects were not yeah. too, too bad for... Okay, what are you talking about? Mm. What are you... <laughs> he Thanos three different characters. You he mean when he, when he that sets that man on sense. fire with pixels? With <laughs> I watched it with my wife and mother-in-law, and they were like, wait, what's going on? I'm like, I think he's sending that guy on fire. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, wait. Yeah, I think that's fine. I think that's supposed to be fine. <laughs> I like how his, 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 his super virtual reality powers were basically just monkey's paws. Like, yeah. Well, he's he takes the uh, the... the, the fucking CEO talking head whatever the dude from Breaking Bad and just like turns yeah. him into a floating monitor I'm like that's kind of a it. weird genie-esque punishment <laughs> yeah. he has a weird British almost French like some sort of amalgam European accent yeah that movie is really everything about that movie is really bizarre and if you watch the uh, or listen to the How Did This Get Made episode on it they describe it as uh, uncomfortably rapey at times. And then I watched it again. I'm like, oh, it is. Like, everyone's is. like, hey, yeah, hey, dumb is... guy, come into my basement and play some video games. It's okay. And don't tell like, anybody. It's like reverse rapey in a way because it's not guys trying to rape a woman. It's everyone's trying to rape this mentally challenged guy, including, yeah, a, everyone's like, including trying, a woman. Yeah, everyone's trying to take a crack at him. It's really he bizarre. Has, he has sex with a, like, 40-year-old woman. She's checking out her mentally challenged landscaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That movie's very strange. It's inevitably going to happen in a movie. Dumpster, I can't wait. Um, yeah. I swear, please let me know. I have seen it. A bit. Like I, I watched it today. It wow. stars guy who was in the Thomas Crown. The movie Dumpster is going to be very has... crowded because I've reserved a spot on that episode as well. Yeah. Uh, I was like, like wait, how many like... years before Thomas Crown Affair was this? Oh, it was only seven. Okay. I wow. do, I, there's one joke from the Head of the Kid episode where it's like, the reason his wife leaves him, she's like, you won't take me to the city! And he's like, yeah, I don't want to. And she's like, well, <laughs> bye! <laughs> Gets up and leaves, and just exits the film. Yeah. And then Never he's seen her again. Like, the day after, like, his neighbor's, the, husband, the abusive husband gets killed by a lawnmower, 
he leaves with the wife and child. Yeah, he's like, hey, you're my family now. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Flash, so... Um... But yeah, DeVoe's plan is dumb. Um, it's almost like the equivalent like of nuking the entire planet and then forming your own society afterwards out of random people um, and then calling this yourself would... God. This would honestly make more sense if it was uh, several other characters. Like, if it was Grodd, and this was his way of having apes take over the world. See, it makes I could, I could more sense for it. Grodd to make humans dumb. Yeah. yeah. I could forgive it, because it would make more sense. Or any of the other, like, gorilla characters that exist in DC Universe, which there's several. Yeah. Uh, like, but also, again, the same... We, we've been asking this question for months right. now. It's like, why did you need... Why did you need... <clears throat> need all these metas. No, okay, he needed it because they wrote scenes months ago where he uses these powers. That's, I've said this many times. Yeah, no, I know you've said it, but that doesn't, it doesn't, it still doesn't make it make sense. No, it does make sense because the writers wrote a thing and they're like, well, how do we justify him having these powers? He stole it from a meta, but why he does he steal it? Where there's a giant statue of an eagle. Right. Because that he of, needs to bring to life. You know, in a future scene... There's going to be a point where he needs to turn something that is not alive alive. That's going to my, happen. My other thing is, at this point, why is it worse for Barry to just travel back in time? And okay, uh, so okay. Here, here, actually, I think Carl and I are about to say the same thing. Yeah. There are production stills from the finale out, and it's full-on floating chair DeVoe against Barry at the bus where the meadows were created. Yes, and also they so need to Barry explain gonna... the opening of the season. Because remember, so was, yeah, Cisco didn't bring him back from the yeah speed for it. And also, because they still haven't answered. Uh, well, I mean, they have answered what that language was. It's Devoe. It's Devoe's like weird, like quantum math or whatever. Um, when really, I feel like I missed that. Yeah, the past scene, like they throw it away. He's writing on a computer in like his own weird Devoe math, like his own version <laughs> of calculus. Um, I guess like, I just stopped caring at that point. Well, no, they just the don't, only... they don't, they're, they're, they're throwing things out there and they're not explaining them because as, I mean, uh, like... as we've talked off, we've talked off, uh, Mike, um, at some point when Kreisberg left, the guy who was co-running the show had to take the reins. Um, and I don't think he knew everything Kreisberg was planning to do. I think. Oh, like, we, but... we've also glossed over a big revelation from a few episodes ago or last episode. Coffee shop girl's a speedster. Yes. Yeah, she's she's Barry's daughter. Mm-hmm. I, there's just, there's just yeah. no other explanation. She's Barry and Iris's kid. Yeah, or she's Joe and uh, Francine's kid. Um, how would she, I don't know. I don't think I don't get how she would have speed powers unless I mean, they're making her. I mean, in the beginning of no, in Wally's first appearance in season two, we have no idea how he's going to get powers either. So... And then he gets them in the most well, roundabout way possible. Yeah, we only we only know because his name was Wally West. Well, yeah, but it's like we didn't know how though. Like we had no idea the how. So she, it could be very easily that Barry's younger sister is that what she would be? No, she'd be Iris's younger sister. Yeah, Iris. Yeah, Iris's younger sister. She could totally get Speed Force powers, but it doesn't matter whose kid she is, really. Um, because in this family any of them getting speed force powers it's just i i still think if they actually had a pair on them they would introduce the other wally west at the end of the season yeah but that would 
that gets because too... at this point, who cares? Timeline is so screwed up at this point. Well, it's so easy too. You have an out. It's just Earth Five. Yeah, I think that's no, the wrong way to do that. I would say he's he's Wally West from the original accurate timeline. Yeah, before but, okay. the problem before is you have, to, you have to explain that though. <laughs> You have to. They you have can explain to, anything at this point. Yeah, but it doesn't mean the people are gonna want to go with it. Like, there's a certain audiences it, it, are smart thing. to an extent. Yeah, um, and I think trying to tell casual people, like, because the casual people, this is the only timeline they've ever known. Like, this right. is how the Flash was made, definitely. When the reality is, like, this show is technically a side path of the main DC continuity where Barry becomes the Flash way yes. sooner than he's supposed to. This, oh, this is an is alternate like the, version of is, Earth-1. Um, this is like the fourth alternate version of Earth-1. Well, yeah. yes, it's a... it's a Yeah, it's a diversion of a diversion. It's a, you, you would need, at this point, if you're going to do that, I think you need an entire season to build up the idea of, like... Um, you'd ha One, like, Thawne would either have to be present or his influence would have to be really heavily discussed and, and harped on because... Like, he's essentially the yeah. one who did all this. Well, you need a whole season where you're just, like, having things from the original, original universe bleed through. Like, yeah. you're having... Yeah, okay. You saying that just sold me on it. Because, like, I read the, the Flash book, and they're dealing with that right now. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys are reading Flash. I am. I keep up with it, but I think I'm a little behind right now. I've heard okay, a lot about it. Okay, because they are setting up a Flash war. And yeah. they are dealing with Wally getting bleeds of pre-New 52 universe. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say, like, the, the stuff going on in the Flash comic is fucking fascinating right now, and I know a lot of people are like, stop making speedsters when in the comic they keep making speedsters, and I'm it's it's awesome. Like, because it's, ha it's been happening organically, and everyone they've had who is a speedster has been pretty great. Yeah. yeah and, and now also, Hunter Zolomon is coming back into that's the main continuity. Say, that's fucking they, nuts! They actually re-split up Hunter Zolomon and Zoom, so there's now Reverse Flash and Zoom are once again separate and, entities. And they're they're following up on um, the end of uh, Flash Rebirth, the graphic novel, because that was years ago, where Zolomon yes. is yeah. in his cell, and he's like, uh, Professor Thawne, I have an idea that may be mutually beneficial for the two of us. Yes, this last week's episode is, or this last episode issue, is directly that. It covers awesome. all that. And then it leads into... Several months ago, when Iris killed Zoo or killed Reverse Flash. Yeah, I'm just counting. I'm counting the seconds that go by until he comes back again because he died three times in the same arc this past year. So, Eobard or oh yeah, Eobard. Yeah. Eobard. Oh my god, he got what is it? He got well. He he still remembers being killed in Flashpoint, which in this point was fairly recently for everybody involved in that. He wakes up and then he's killed by Doctor Manhattan, presumably, and then he gets back up <laughs> and then he's killed by Iris. Timer minutes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, we were, we, were, we were joking about this on Facebook the other day that, like, even in the show, like, Eobard has just temporal duplicates lying all over the fucking place. Yeah, well, I, I think they actually addressed it in the comic, but they're like, yeah, they've done so much time traveling that they're just out of time. They're just yeah. slap a sink. But at any yeah. given point, one of their version, one point of them is somewhere. Mm-hmm. What's well, like I've always tried Thawne is like a bug. You can't. He's a bug you can't squash. Like you step on one, and then he's gonna pop up two seconds later, going like, "Ha! I knew you were gonna do that." Yeah. The only other thing I could hope that would save this season is somehow the creation of the negative speed force. That's what I've been saying the whole time, but I don't know if they're gonna do that. I know. No. You sold me on it. And I also feel like I feel like they've just kind of. Like, 
I feel like Thawne is too important to just totally abandon. Um, and I have this sneaking suspicion that we're never really going to get a proper payoff to like all this weird, vague references to all the all the battles they had as Barry you know, came along. Because yeah. in Christ on Earth X, doesn't he say, like, come on, after all times, you've killed me. What's one more? Yeah, he does say something like that. Yeah. yeah. I think I think we'll get more of that stuff at some point. I think it's the it's kind of the problem both Flash and Arrow have right now is that they've well, Arrow in a good way has built up this their bad guy so much and you're like, How do you gonna wrap this up in a couple like one or two episodes? Yeah. And then Flash it's you built up so much trash, how are you gonna fix how are you gonna clean up this mess in one or two episodes? Well, and Flash yeah. looks like it's gonna be the same thing it did for season two and season three, and as much as I actually like season two, like they wrap that shit up with a ribbon in a few minutes. Yeah, they they they, ha- they have a they have a, a a literal foot race, which mm-hmm. is still just the dumbest thing. Um, it's... That's the, <laughs> that's the, the only part of season three that's awesome is the ending. Yeah, it's a very well yeah, it's a done. Speedster it's, battle, it's a it's a speedster battle yeah. royal where like Jay Garrick, Jesse Quick, I'm yeah, pretty sure a... Wally shows up and Barry yeah, are all it's... beating on Savitar. Yeah, it's yeah. a three on one, and you get to see them just wreck house. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty well done. Uh, and then they had to... I like the fact that they had to nerf Savitar the rest of the season after his initial appearance because he shows up and throttles Barry so hard. If he did that again, there'd be just <sighs> no believing them beating him. Yeah. I feel like we're going to get another... Because like, season two ends in a foot race wrapped up in a few minutes. Season three, fucking Iris shoots Savitar in the back and he just fades away. Um, <laughs> and then there's go. the whole... Third, yeah, and there's the whole third act of the of season three where the speed storm happens, um, but I feel like this is going to be, like, in maybe 25 minutes, Bear wraps up the entire villain arc by just beating him, and then we'll get like maybe some, like, 15 to 25 more minutes of stuff for season four, uh, season five. That's my problem with the show is they take elements from the comic that's going on at the same time, like the speed storm happened around yeah. the same time, around the same time but the then comic they. They don't use the interesting part of it because the interesting part in the book is that a shit ton of people get super speed powers. Yeah, and like, Barry's like, like, "Um, oh what God, am I?" Half the city is a speedster. Yeah, and he's like, "You guys you gotta stop. You're gonna destroy the entire universer. Like, you can't just run around this fast." Yeah, and then there's like, like him and him and Star Lab set up that entire speedster yeah. training program to teach all and these then, kids who have speech powers to like how to properly use yeah. it. He's bringing in people who want to be good, and then he's trying to like capture all the guys that are bad to have them. Yeah, this, this is how this is ultimately how Godspeed happened because Godspeed kills a whole bunch of them and steals their speed force. Yeah. Yes. Um, it also creates an interesting version of how they did the negative speed yeah. force. I mean, the big thing is because uh, I, I Connor actually sent me a video about this storyline. Um, they don't have the budget to do that many speedsters on screen oh, yeah, <laughs> at I know. the same time. Uh, they just don't. No, they don't I have, have, have that many I, I would happily take an abridged version, or at least like a, a light version of yeah. the Godspeed story, if you just focus on all the stuff between him and Barry. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, the like, problem I, would... is, I think we talked about it. It would take an entire season of setup to even yeah. make that worthwhile. Yeah, the problem is you couldn't use August Hart. It would have to be somebody who has been around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think Arlen, you pitched Sing. Yeah, which I think is the most really. thing, would, thing would be interesting if Julian stuck around this season. It would have been interesting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, you still introduce August Hart, but again, you do a Adrian Chase thing with him. So yeah, but the problem is Barry's not even a cop right now. So well, yeah, but I mean, you just you set up a character who you think is one thing, 
but he's absolutely not. But be, again, yeah, and that's actually one of the things about season one I like so much is they gave you a few different options as to who. Because I had people at like because the mm-hmm. as I introduced people to season one, the, as they were watching, they're like, "Hang on, the Reverse Flash is Eddie." I'm like, "No, but uh, good eye." Even to people who aren't comic book fans, it mm-hmm. seems weird. Um, but his last name is Thawne. He's deliberately set up to distract you. Well, that's what, in that story, they set up, uh, in the Speedstorm story, it, there's not one bad guy. There's two villains that come out of that story. Yeah, there's the entire Black Hole organization. Um, oh, and like, I was... And I was was, it's Raiden? I think it's that one? No, the other oh, one... Oh, Mina. Oh, yeah, Mina. Mina. Yeah. Yeah, Mina becomes the negative Flash, where she... Yeah. Well... I like how they've adopted, like, I know the show gets ridiculous with how Barry uses his powers, but in the comics, Barry rips the Speed Force out of Thawne's body and steals it. I'm like, hold on, wait, you can do that? I think, I can't remember, (laughs) does he rip it out of him, but then Thawne's like, oh, you want that? Take this too. He, he, um, he, he literally grabs, like, a big red ghost and pulls it out of Thawne's body. So wait, like the end of Ang Lee's Hulk movie? Yes, kind of, that's, yeah. That's how and like, Irish, and, then, and then we Irish get like, yeah, and then and yeah, and then Irish shoots him right afterwards. Um, and then we get my least favorite part of the whole thing, where Barry's running around and like every time he uses the Speed Force, like his his costume gets a darker tinge of red, and he's got like black fingertips, and he's just pissed off at everybody. I'm like, this isn't fun. This yeah, is yeah, it. They, they black venom suit, uh, black venom suited uh, Barry. <laughs> it was like, that was so. That's literally what they did. Yeah. He uh he goes dancing uh for. To, to win over Iris. No, it's like I think I've shown you guys. Oh, I, I've totally shown you the art from this from this comic. It's the yes, one where he looks yeah. like fucking Stewart, um, and everyone's different sizes and different panels, and Barry looks like yeah. he's seven years old. Yeah. The only thing that's good though is the payoff at the end of that is so good because when you find out it's Mina, Mina has connections to Barry, Wally, and then the jail china character yeah avery is the other speech they created she goes she's, yeah, she's, one, part right? the, she's part of the chinese justice league yeah because hmm. she was the other person training everybody yeah and then she's the only survivor of godspeed yeah and that now i like yeah. the fact that like barry has his own little speed force unit of like him godspeed wally wally and avery although godspeed and, disappeared so i don't know what yeah, else well, and, they're, they're, and they're blowing it up already because they're setting up the flash war with him yeah. and wally yeah but you can tell how good this show is because now we're talking about comics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're talking about how this show could be better if it pulled a little more from the comics and not just yeah. cherry-pick big events and kind of just made them feel really flat. I still think the Flashpoint episode is good for in a vacuum because I think the performances from Barry and Matt Letcher are awesome. And the actress that plays the mom. I think she actually oh, does she's always... I, I, I really enjoy whenever she shows up. Um... I think actually the the end of season one where he travels back and then she has to watch he has to watch her die all over again is heartbreaking. Um, but Matt Letcher's screaming at Barry like about who's the villain now and he's like you're an idiot like the guy I know from the future is way smarter than this. That stuff's great, but then the, the lasting effects are just laughable. Yeah. Oh no, Cisco's brother died and he's gonna be upset about it for an irrationally long amount of time and blame Barry even though Barry didn't drive the car that killed him. And then after so many episodes, we're just gonna ignore that ever happened. Yeah, more or less. Yeah, the effects yeah. of Flashpoint have now been effectively forgotten. Yeah, yeah. They don't even bring up the fact that Diggle except had a maybe every time, Yeah, except maybe every time Diggle looks at his kid and he's like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think he does that anymore. I think he's just forgotten. Yeah. His only point. reaction is that when Barry grabs him, he pukes. Yep. Yeah. 
Which Anyways. realistically, if you think about that, if you think about that, like, did, was it, he had a son before he had a daughter, or a daughter before he had a son? I don't remember. Daughter. It was daughter, and then it became a son. The problem like, is, if, if you told someone in real life, like, hey, I know yesterday, like, you had this kind of a kid, but right. now you have this kind of a kid because I fucked up. Like, would you be able to go home and look at that kid in the face and be like, like? But the what, thing what is, are he, you? Has, he has no memory of it, so yeah. does it even matter? Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. I, uh, and we also saw this kid in the future in season one of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, but John didn't see that, so. I, I, <laughs> so I mean... it doesn't matter. And so, we also saw Deathstroke's other son. Well, yeah, well they did set him up. They they set him up actually at the end of Deathstroke's episode, uh, because uh, fuck yeah no the Joey says that he has another son and Deathstroke is like. Wait, what? I have another son? Yeah, because I, I don't know remember. about this. Whatever one we saw in Arrow, I think, is the one that dies. Yeah. In the comics. I don't remember. Yeah, uh, I think that's so. That's not something I'm very uh, knowledgeable yeah, about. Yeah, Deathstroke has three kids. The oldest one always gets murdered because of him. Yeah. <laughs> and the middle one gets his throat slashed, but he survived. Mm-hmm. But he's a mute. He's a mute, but he has meta powers. Hmm. He can like uh, possess people. Damn, it's really weird. Mm. And then he Anyways. has a fast. I think we should. A... Yeah, but... yeah. There's one breaking news story. We don't have to go into it too deep. Uh, but Kevin Feige did announce that they will be doing Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel. Um, so that's a story that came out today. Um, you can uh, that. To echo Andrew Littler, I can't wait to drink a big heaping glass of conservative tears. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did he say where they're doing this? Is it in the movie? No, he, he, he basically movie? was like, after Captain Marvel launches, after it happens, um, they will be working on Kamala Khan. They're working on it now, but they're waiting till after she launches and she's had, you know, probably uh, Infinity War before they announce an actress or what movie she'll first show up in. Um, although I think they'll probably hint at her in an end credit scene, probably. Um, yeah, because to me it's like, are they going to do her in a movie or a TV show? I mean, my if it's, guess if it's is from, it will be if like it's, Winter Soldier. And yeah, she, if it's be... from Foggy, it's movies. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if someone asked, like, hey, is it movies or TV, he just look at him and go, <laughs> Well, it's, I mean, we know it's movies because, as I've said, him and I don't like each other because yeah. there was a Game of Thrones-esque uh, twist within the Marvel writing rooms or within the Marvel offices where Feige deposed Ike um, <laughs> from uh, from running the movie side of things. Um, or I love the idea of like, Kevin Feige going to the principal and being like, can you get him to leave me alone? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's basically what happened. It is. It's 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 they went to they they went to Papa Disney and was like, Ike won't keep his toys on his side of the room. Ike is telling me to make in humans, and Brian Michael Bendis <laughs> is telling me that this character can't do this. I want to run it all on myself. So can I? And then he said, "I know what I'm yeah. doing, Dad." Yeah, at this point, he's like, "My movie made as much money as Justice League in." three days yeah although yeah. i think it's worth mentioning now because there might as well be a formal announcement on it uh the inhumans was officially canceled um yep i thought that happened last year well now there was no press release about it they just quietly like yeah. the show and then just nothing and then well, they... I, I think i commented on it that uh i'm pretty sure after episode 
like the first two episodes uh, premiered on ABC, all their stuff changed from series to miniseries. Yeah, I think so it was it was it's been dead in the a water. Limited, a limited television event or something like that. This was like them announcing that the dodo is extinct. Yeah, like, I, yeah. <laughs> dead thing is dead. Yes. I mean, it could have been worse. I've seen shows that get canceled and like the rest of their episodes run in a block in one day and just gets wrapped up and never spoken of again. I don't know. There's only I think of all the shows that just got announced canceled. There's only one I watch and. I'm half glad it's canceled because it was getting preposterous. And that was uh, the, the fake 24. Oh, yes. Not 24. 23. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because there was just, I can't remember what the actress on it is from. I think she did like, they did like a La Femme Nikita reboot at some point and she was the character. Oh, boy. <laughs> and she is terrible in that show. And I'm just like, can we just write this character off because the rest of the show is good? And no, uh, she ruined it. Yeah, um, but Inhumans was officially canceled. I hope we never hear from Scott Buck ever again. Yeah, um, we won't. So I think we can wrap up on that. There's really not yeah. much else to say on the subject. So yeah, uh, that was a CW I, for this week. <laughs> rousing reviews. Yeah. Uh, I'm Connor McGraw. New episode of Movie Dumpsters out. It's the Runestone. Um, it's one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. It's really funny, um, and our impression game is really on fire. Yeah, I listened to it yesterday. Yep. It, uh, I was laughing at my own impression of the, the old man voice because I couldn't <laughs> believe that came out of me. And then I'm listening to me choke on my own impression. I'm like, yeah, I remember that part of being very painful. All this I was doing so was yelling at yelling at my stereo, being like, God damn it, play God of War. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Tear, I'm giving me flashbacks. Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, Fenrir is Loki's son, but he's a wolf. Yeah, God, yeah. they're weird Norse mythology. Comics. Uh, <laughs> well, comics, comics actually made comics made Norse mythology make more sense. Yeah, or not, not comics. Yeah, mythology. <laughs> uh, AA Haro and all the places. Uh, I'm still on Vero because now apparently I'm the only one though. So he is the only one left. Uh, I made yeah. one. I Me and one. Zack Snyder were the only ones on Vero, I guess. So uh, yeah. I signed yeah. up for it, and I was like, "Oh, is anybody here?" And then I just heard my <laughs> echo. It's, you walk up to someone like the fire is still warm. Yeah, um, uh, Lost Hero <laughs> podcast that comes out just about every Friday. Um, go listen to our Catherine Bigelow episode. It's out now. Um, we talk about Strange Days. Um, warning: that movie is extreme, and we talk about some very graphic things. Really, it's really weird. Yeah, and the the only scene I've ever seen that made me so disturbed that I almost turned my TV off happens in that movie. Um, and it's unexpected. And you, I, I'm telling you, the, I'm warning you about it, but you still won't see it coming. That's how <laughs> crazy it is. Uh, so go watch uh, go watch that and then listen to my the My God, podcast. dogs. Sorry, the dogs will not shut up today. <laughs> oh, my God. It's awesome. It's fine. Uh, Lou, got any plugs? Any, any yes, plugs? I actually have plugs. Um uh, so I'm Luke Gonzalez. Me and Alan started a side podcast, which you can catch on the Phantom Zone thread. Oh, man, chaos. Um, that is the Smallville Chronicles, where we're watching Smallville again, uh, which is actually a good show from Warner Brothers in CW, and you get to see an actual amazing Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Uh, We've got six seasons of good content in there. <laughs> in oh, yeah, we can't... Show. 
Yeah, this show, it, it is so weird to watch a show from 2001. Because I think uh, the third episode you okay. did. I, I got to run because I don't know what the hell's going on with the dog. So this okay. is my heart out. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Yeah, episode three, they were filming when 9-11 happened. So there was, that's how nice. long ago this was. But um, it is a great show. And we have some cool episodes. We're trying to do two a week. But uh, wow. check it out. That's delicious. Um, well, there's ten, 10 seasons of show to get through. Right. I'm, I'm glad you and Alan have something. I'm glad Alan has something to do. Um, so, yeah. Um, go listen to that. Uh, it's part of the Phantom Zone family. So, yeah. Um, otherwise, um, this has been your uh, Comics on TV Phantom Zone. So, bye. Hashtag not my genre. Bye.